Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. And if you are new here, welcome in. This is a place where each week we get to take a little time together to check in with some scripture as well as uncover how it can direct us as we live today. We get intentional about our mindsets while we're here. We get excited about the purpose and potential that God has placed within us. And we are getting women all around the globe excited about faithing this day ahead rather than simply facing it. Thanks for being part of this movement. And I have no doubt that you're in the right place at the exact right time because God has given me something to chat with you about today. And this is going to hit a chord with everyone. I just know it because it's something everybody can relate to in some way. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Hold On Tight. If you were to review the days of your life that you have had so far, I'm sure that most of us would agree that the biggest percentage are days which we perceive as pretty ordinary. The kind of days that if we are not intentional can slide through our fingers and leave us without a memory to look back upon. Then there would be a smaller percentage of days which were ones that made us totally excited and eager as we awaited something special, such as a holiday or an event or seeing someone we care for that we haven't seen for some time. The remaining days are ones which we are going to chat about today, and we've all had them to varying degrees, some pretty mild and some really severe. But you know the ones I'm talking about, the days that make us feel like we are reaching for the holy crap handle, because suddenly life takes an unexpected turn that places us on a ride that feels unpredictable and out of control. As I mentioned, we have all had these types of days to varying degrees, and some of these days are when we might just feel anxious and worried about an upcoming event. So something like perhaps an exam or a presentation, an interview or a meeting that brings us to a place in our minds where we're like, what if, what if I fail? What if I mess up? What if, um, you know, this presentation doesn't go the way I expected, or I draw a blank when asked an important question? So these are not those life or death situations, but they're stressors. They're things that can cause our anxiety and worry to flare up. 
But then we step things up a little bit on the holy crap dial when we get into this next level of stressors. And those are things that we experience at a level where we've got, you know, the cold sweats and fear that can come from things that are bad, but from even good things as well. So for example, these could be things such as, oh my gosh, I actually got the job. Now what? Or could be, oh my gosh, I was just let go from the company. Now what? It could be, I just graduated. Where will I work now? Or realizing that I just graduated and have $75,000 in student debt and need to start earning like yesterday. Or something like along the lines of, we just found out we're expecting, but holy Lord, are we going to be able to raise a child? Like, can we actually do this? Or on the other end of it, it could be that my kids are all grown and going out into the world, will they be okay? So these are all examples of things that can bring sheer panic to people, right? They can be really elevating our stress level. And these events can get our blood pumping, make our hands clammy and get our what if mindset racing to a whole other level. But then to top things off, we have the maximum next level, turn the dial way up on holy crap stressors. These are the ones that tend to rock our world and leave more people tipped over than standing up. These are the things like finding out your spouse is having an affair or learning the truth about your teen's drug addiction and trouble with the law, realizing that bankruptcy is your only option or hearing the phrase you have cancer from your doctor, maybe receiving that dreaded call or visit in the middle of the night by the first responders in regards to a loved one. These are the things that shake us to our core, rattle our faith and confidence and leave us feeling breathless and like the ground is falling out from beneath us. We feel like in those moments we are helpless sitting ducks in a wide open pond. When life leaves us spinning out of control, there is only one thing we can do, and that is to hold on tight. The natural tendency in most cases is that unintentionally we grip onto what we are afraid of rather than clinging to faith in times of struggle. We grip tightly to the diagnosis or the heartbreak the loss rather than gripping tightly to our God. We have a desire at times to blame God, to scold him and try to put him on trial, asking him how something so awful could happen to a good person like yourself. How is this fair? How is it possible that you are the one having to go through this? My friend, although it feels difficult in these moments, it's actually when we need to grip on to Jesus the most. It's only when we are sinking, struggling, and suffocating that we most need our Savior. It's in our darkest moments that God can shine his brightest light into our circumstances. What if rather than gripping onto the blame, the despair, and the bitterness, if you opened up your palms and let all that go, What if you could allow these things to flow out of your hands like sand racing through your fingers and use those now empty hands to grip tightly to the Lord, to his word and his promises during your times of greatest need? What if you decided that he's not putting you through this? He's walking with you through this. 
What if you were to realize that he's not punishing you? He's pursuing a closer relationship with you within this. What if you shift your mindset to see that it isn't your fault, but that your faith will pull you through? What if you traded resentment for restoration, traded suffering for surrender and fear for faith? What if you put yourself into position to be redeemed? My sweet sister, listen to this verse. If you're struggling right now with a holy crap moment in your life, listen to this. Isaiah chapter 43 verses 1 and 2. But now that is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And Isaiah chapter 43 verse 5 says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. What you are in right now is a season of your life. This season is going to shape you in some way. And you can allow it to shape you with bitterness, doubt, and blame. Or you can release your grip on your circumstance and grip tightly to Christ and allow this terrible situation right now to shape you with blessings, divine power, and Jesus's ability to mold your heart into something closer resembling to his. You might be wondering today how you are going to figure this out. What are you going to do now? How will you possibly be able to take another step forward? My friend, I want you to know that your job right now is not to figure this out. Your job right now is to begin to see the struggle as an opportunity to grow in faith. God sometimes asks us to keep a very light grip on our timelines, our plans and schedules and expectations, because in times like these, he asks us instead to hold on tight to our faith. It doesn't mean we have to enjoy the struggle. It doesn't mean we have to embrace it, and it certainly doesn't mean we have to feel that we deserve it in some way, no. But shifting our perspective to one that seeks out the silver lining in any gray cloud will ultimately bring us closer to Jesus. Like we read in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 5, do not be afraid for I am with you. You're not alone in any of this. You haven't been left to pick up the pieces, sort out the mess, or sift through the rubble. You're in a season right now where the natural desire is to drop to your knees in defeat. Girl, not defeat. Don't let the enemy win this battle. Don't let him pull you down any further. In this season, choose to hold on tight to your faith. Boldly proclaim that you do not know how this will all turn out, but that you have faith that God does. Declare his truths over your situation right now. 
bring strength from him to your situation. Rather than falling to your knees in defeat, fall to them in declaration. Fall to them in praise and let Jesus know that you can't do this without him, but that you know with him all things are possible. My friend, I don't know your struggles, but I do know this. God has told you not to fear, for he is with you. He knows exactly what it is you are going through. And in fact, he knows how this all unfolds. He knows when the darkness will end and the sun will shine on your life again and your soul will feel that sunshine. He knows. But in this moment, let's release our grip on fear and hold on tight to our faith. It's the only thing that can pull us through this season. So let's take a moment to close out in prayer because I just feel like there's so many people listening right now going through some big, big things in life and it's out of our hands and into God's. And if we can just pray over it and pray together as a community here, what power that will just bring to all of our situations. So good morning, Jesus. We come to you just so grateful for this opportunity to live today and this opportunity to look upon your sunshine and to know that at some point, the darkness in our souls will end. The situation, the season, the circumstance will come to something more. But right now it just feels dark and it feels heavy and it feels uncertain and we're unsure of how things will unfold. But Lord, please bring us peace and faith and comfort knowing that you do know how this all unfolds. And Lord, whatever situation or situations people listening to this right now and their families, whatever they're going through, you just know what those situations are. You know how those situations will become opportunities to grow in faith and grow closer to you. And Lord, I ask for your blessing upon people I want healing and restoration and freedom from whatever battles people are fighting, whether it's them personally or a family member or a friend or whoever it is. I just ask that you pour your blessings down upon us and that that brings us strength and comfort today to know that we're not alone. We've got you. And even in our darkest moments where we're just feeling so helpless, We've got faith that we can cling to. So help us to hold on tight to our faith today, Lord. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope that that resonated with you today. I know we're all going through different situations. Some are, like I said in the beginning, some of those minor stresses that just causes a little worry and anxiety. And some are like where you're just hanging on to that holy crap handle, wondering when this ride is going to end and if you'll ever come out of this in one piece. And, you know, we're a community, we're coming together, we're taking the time, we're getting a chance to just live intentionally today in this moment. God's provided us what we need for this day of life so please don't waste any of this day worrying about tomorrow. He'll provide for us tomorrow when it arrives. We know that. So let's put that into practice today, okay? Have an amazing week. I'll meet you right back here next Tuesday. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 